0: What's good, everybody? Hey, now, DC, what's shaking? Welcome back to another episode of the Dan Cable Presents podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the program once again. Just a few notes before we get into this lovely episode. It's time
1: for show notes, everybody. (laughs) Show notes. Put your hands together now. Show notes. Uh, these are the that's show my notes. New, I'm working on that. That's, what do you think? Uh, it's a work in it's progress. Kind of a cool, it's at, jingly type bit. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking that's like going to be a strong,
0: strong player. Uh, most importantly, if you would just do us, uh, do us a favor of uh, rating, reviewing the show on iTunes. That's you know, true. A quick, uh, quick,
1: you know, write a review, five stars on the iTunes. Look at it as giving DC a pat on the back.
2: Okay, uh, you know,
1: just like a little mm. reach around, pat. On, well, maybe not. Hey, wow. Reach around, wow. A pat of the, you know, you know, just give a little. <laughs> Hey, nice work, Championship. (laughs) Thanks for coming down and, you know, investing, you know, your time and energy and money into, uh, you know, putting a highlight on the music scene. Yeah. You know? So do that. iTunes. Hit uh,
0: the uh, subscribe button there and uh, say a few nice words about the show and tell somebody else about the show. And you can also do the same on the YouTube channel. Dan Cable Presents. Hit the subscribe Go to the right. uh, official website, Cable Hundreds of videos.
1: We've been we've talked about this before. How it's hours and hours of entertainment. You could sit on the DCP uh, YouTube channel for like six hours alone. You can do it easily you and can. not see the same video twice.
0: Yeah, and there's some newer videos up there from the uh, you know Skull Diver and oh, uh, see uh, your teeth. Those are pretty cool. See your teeth was rad. Yeah, those guys were fun. Got some, uh, some Falcon heart videos should be up soon. Nice. And then we'll have videos from this session, which was a good one. And we'll get into this episode in just a moment here. Right. Just got, uh, yeah. The Dan cable presents.com official website there. You can find yourself a nice baseball tee. You can, uh, you know, wear keep up. the
1: big dumb face and glasses is another one of those things that like we're going to work on the, Wait, no. <laughs> oh my God. but come on. I mean, seriously, the baseball tee. <laughs> where the big dumb bearded glass this guy's on one he's working on one. On it. I mean it's not, <laughs> I'm not saying it's gold okay the other one was totally yeah gold. I don't know if it's gold
0: uh and then yeah there's some shows on the calendar if you're listening to this on release day then you can uh, find yourself at a Dan cable presents event going down on uh, June 30th this Friday here at the Alberta Street pub Ooh. it is the Kiki and the dowry EP release show super stoked to be a part of that and uh hammerhead is also on the bill in support with uh, meridian so come down what was see, kiki's episode uh she was like number seven. Sa- no maybe not seven i want to say like
1: 13 Early, oh, yeah 14.
0: she was 10 like, was i think it it's 10? 10
1: Number 10. I don't know. It's it's somewhere in that
0: range. That was a long time ago, man.
1: Yeah, she was here early, and it's cool. Like, you can go and do some research and check out the Kiki episodes. That was 55 fucking episodes Ah! ago, buddy. That craziness. It's It's, it's awesome.
0: But uh, yeah, Keisha's got an unreal voice, and I'm super pumped that she finally is uh, putting out an official release with her band, Kiki and the Dowry. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a cool cool party down there. And then uh, Saturday, uh, July 1st. Uh, Skull Diver is playing at Bunk Bar with the Dead Ships and Pacific Latitudes. That's going to be a really cool show. Right. And then some more cool shows coming up this uh, this week. Friends of the show, Astro Tan. They will be at the, uh, the Doug Fir there on July 5th. It's always a fun venue to see a show. Absolutely. They're going to be with uh, Mon Greens, who I'm not familiar with, but they are also playing with Those Willows, who is oh, a very cool yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. And, they, uh, they, they recorded in this room, they, as a matter they, of fact. They sure did with Adam Brock. That's old right. Adam.
1: Adam. Hope Adam's doing well yes, out there in, in, he's Los Angeles, in Los man. Angeles, I Dude, I've seen pictures of his plays. It's rad. He's, <laughs> there's, uh, he, I mean, dude, he's in this like stable behind some estate houses. It's awesome. Right on. So, yeah. All the to, to, Adam. to Adam. And,
0: uh yeah, and then July 6th is a really cool, uh like, soul funk band called Pig War playing at the Good Foot, and I'm going to uh, talk with them pretty soon
1: here. Pig War, that's a good name.
0: And then Friday night, next Friday, July 7th, one of my uh, favorite bands here in Portland, Rare Monk, they're releasing their new album and hoping to have them on the show soon. They're playing with Small Leaks, Sink Ships, and The Tamed West, which is another really awesome band, so... Lots of rad shows coming up. so Very cool. Go support some local music. Excellent. I know uh, the Risket Ball, the big Risket Ball tournament is coming up here at the end of July, as well as the PDX Festival. It yes, yeah, it's this really a rad uh, basketball tournament between uh, like bands and, really? and groups of artists. And oh, things. that's pretty cool. Yeah, and they, it's posted up on the back of a van is, is the uh, the hoop, <laughs> and this dude <laughs> oh. created the Risket Ball tournament a while back. And, uh, it's been going on for a long time and I know it's, it's a big deal to a lot of the local Portland groups. It's one of their favorite times of the year is this big risk it ball tournament. Where's and, that going now? Uh, it's, I think this year it's at, uh, the top of Hawthorne at the American Legion up there. Okay. And, uh, it's, I think it's July right where it turns
1: on like, like 50, whatever.
0: Yeah. So it's July 27th and 28th or <laughs> around that weekend. Uh, so check <laughs> out that, good. the risk it ball. And uh, I'll put all the links for all this madness up. You get your um, finger on the pulse of everything, don't you, DC? This episode is uh, was really fun and a really cool conversation with uh, my new friend Isabeau Wow Walker. Hope I'm not butchering your name super hard, <laughs> but uh, Isabeau is so she's a Hawaiian rad. Woman. She's she's from Hawaii originally. Yeah, I just super really rad to have I her really enjoyed here. this chat. This was a this is a good one. We talked about some cool stuff. She's a kind spirit. She is a super kind spirit, and she played some really sweet tunes. Yes. And uh Yeah, so let's get into it. This is episode sixty-five. Man.
1: Sixty-five DC. We're doing it. Killing it, brother. Let's this get is this it. thing really. Zip it up. Uh, that's the sound
2: of the of <laughs>
1: Hey now, hey now, hey now, hey now, what is shaking today, kids? What's going down? I'll tell you what's going down, another Dan Cable Presents podcast. Oh, I know. Such a beautiful thing. Mm. We do it here on the regular basis. It actually comes to you weekly. On DancablePresents.com or many other sources. But right now we're gonna go into the live room, because you already know that, because you're here right now, so you know how to get to the show. Let's go in and talk to DC. He's got another hot one. Go for it, DC. We're shaking dog. Oh my. Hey now! What's good, everybody? Yeah.
0: Welcome back to the program. We got a we got a hot episode today. That's right. We got we got Isabel here. Super stoked to, to hear her play some music and uh, talk about uh, this. This crazy youtube following that she seems to have <laughs> and uh yeah i'm just gonna let you uh, get it get it going with the song though okay what are you gonna start the show off with today
3: um this song is called grizzly bear
0: all right <laughs>
2: Tiptoe through the shadow tree, cover over to your lover, undercover. Beware the one lingers in the near Russian shadow, feasting on a lover's unaware, unaware. Tiptoe through the shadow tree, cover. Over to your lover, undercover. Beware the one lingers in the nearby brush and shadow, feasting on lovers unaware.
0: a beautiful way to start the show <laughs> with the grizzly grizzly bear jam the grizzly there grizzly bear jam yeah what's the uh, <laughs> what's the, uh, the story behind the grizzly bear jam
3: oh man um so initially i've been trying to be more uh, faithful to showing up at open mics even though i have a tendency to be awkward and strange um and i was at one like i was like a year ago and there was this guy that weekly would get up there and his storytelling i mean it was great it was often long-winded was great he went on this big rant about a hiking trip he went on and he ran into this bear and I have this notebook I always sketch in and I was drawing the bear and then when I got home it was kind of both he was both the inspiration for the bear but also he was kind of a I'm trying to think of a nice one it was a little sketch (laughs) so it was kind of like this I don't think he understood how much he inspired this song but it was both like uh yeah his story but also just uh him it's probably more a warning against this dude, <laughs>
2: to be honest.
0: So, the story about his song led to your song. Into my song, yes. <laughs> right on. Yeah. And you and I actually met at an open mic, I yeah. guess. That was maybe a few months ago or mm-hmm. so at the, what is that place called? The Feckin? Feckin. Feckin, the, the bre- Feckin oh. Brewing Company. Yeah, not freaking. Not fucking. Not fucking. Fu- company. Feckin. Feckin. Yes. It's Oregon tough. City. And it was in cold. Oregon City. Yes, it was real cold in that place. Yeah. And uh I don't think anybody was prepared for no, that. No
3: one was
0: prepared. Everybody was looking to buy sweatshirts yep. that night. Maybe that's the plan there, at feckin'. That's you should their have marketing. brought your
3: merch. I don't have any sweatshirts. Okay, yeah, me either. I don't I, know. But it would you would have made bank.
0: Yeah, that would have been the night to like do some discount sales <laughs> on hoodies if if they existed. Yep. But uh yeah, that was a night that uh a mutual friend and singer songwriter Shane Brown put together. Yeah. And uh that was the first time i was made aware of you and saw you play a few tunes and was very taken right away and super pumped that you're playing the electric and, and singing Cause i think that's just a very cool sound good of just the uh, just the electric hanging out there
3: that night was actually it was pretty i was nervous because i've been playing the acoustic so much that i'd play it at home the electric at home just cuz i didn't feel like anyone was going to put pressure to rock out and i feel like whenever i put it on there's Initially, that thought of like, oh, she's gonna jam. I'm like, oh, wait till you hear what I don't do. <laughs> so yeah, that night for me, whether anyone knew it or not, was just me being brave and being like, this is this is the sound. This yeah. is what I'm gonna go with yeah.
0: I feel like you you said something about that after that that was kind of one of the first times that you had done that, and I was just like, please keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't don't bring the acoustic out. Just keep keep doing that. Um, yeah. Was that inspired by? anything or anybody in particular that maybe you saw take that approach with the the electric solo instead of the acoustic
3: yeah well I think it was well the my dad and my mom had always kept an acoustic around so that's what I learned on and that's just what I mean it was the easy instrument to take to the beach throw in the back of a car um so growing up without a whole lot of resources the acoustic just made sense like if you could get that you could take it anywhere and then when I first started on YouTube, there were a couple artists, female singer-songwriters with a really soft sound, probably even a softer than I was even aspiring to, but um, one of them in particular, Daniela Andrade, but she she had been tinkering around with electric, and it was like, maybe just confirmation, like, hey, I can, even if I don't have this really heavy sound, I could create a sound, and I don't have to fit that mold, so I'd say she probably was a huge part of me saying, whatever, I'm yeah. just going to start playing it in public. Right on. Yeah.
0: Definitely about that. Uh, I really dig Julian Baker. Uh, yes, uh, yes. And she does that that similar vibe yeah. with the electric, usually. And just Phoebe herself. Bridgers. So yes, yeah. Definitely dig it. And yeah, uh, yeah you are from Hawaii.
3: Yes, from Wailuku, Maui. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, how long ago did you move to Portland?
3: Oh wow, it's been. I say it's been over a decade. I came up here for school. Had no. Initial attempt. I have this memory of being in the airport in Kahului, and a couple of my friends were like, "So, how long?" I'm like, yeah, four or five years. I'm gonna get my bachelor's, maybe my master's, and I'm back to the islands. But that was, yeah, that was like eleven years ago, twelve years ago. But yeah, it's been good. Just really unexpected to be up here this long.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, did you? Ha- was there an initial draw to to Oregon, or was it just the the particular school?
3: Um, actually, it was more just about. Yeah, Oregon, Pacific Northwest. There are a lot of locals, a lot of Hawaiians up here. And I think, I can't speak for all of them, nor would I want to, um, but it's this idea that you can leave the rock, maybe get some more options, but you're still, you're just an ocean away instead of ocean plus land and more land and more land. So it's cost effective and it's just closer to home.
0: Yeah, so. that makes sense. Yeah. Um,
3: and it's pretty. Yeah, absolutely. That
0: <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you mentioned that there was, you know, an acoustic guitar in in the house. Mm-hmm. Like, how early uh, did you start playing oh, music? Man.
3: I feel like I should be a lot better for his early. Um, yeah, my dad kept this old family guitar um, from his side, and it was this really baby Martin, and it was beautiful. I mean, it's u- it was ugly, but it made beautiful sounds. And he kept it around, so all of us kind of tinkered with it, end of elementary, middle school. Um My brother probably picked up on it the fastest, but I've been playing it, at least closetly playing it since middle school. Um, And then sharing, outside of my family, that probably wasn't until, like, end of high school, where I finally admitted to, like, my teammates and other people. Like, yeah, I write songs. (laughs) (laughs) And I like them. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, Were you just, like, early on in the the songwriting, as far as lyrically, were Mm -hmm. you just... uh, like Spouting off poetry, or were you just kind of just using it as an outlet for all the crazy things going on in your mind, or yeah, that, Def- <laughs> that. definitely that
3: um I don't know if i I probably thought I was much more poetic than I was, um my uncle that lives up here he's he's always when he works with me with songwriting, he's always trying to tell me to balance that like uh dear diariness with. That sounded like I said diarrhea. Um, with like being honest and transparent and no personal. No one thought that. No one thought that. Man, <laughs> 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 I heard diarrhea loud and
2: clear.
3: <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> trying to be transparent, but also making sure that it's not so, I don't know, like hard on your sleeve that no one else can connect with it because it's so personal. But that's, I still struggle with that. But early on, it was definitely my thoughts my opinions, I was definitely shy when outside of my family, inside of my family, I would say, and whatever I thought. Um, but outside of that, definitely shy. So songs, it was something like I could persuade someone to something or tell them how I felt or argue with them. But if I did it through song for some reason, they were willing to listen to it and hear me out versus the panicked ears getting hot and red, handshaking, if I tried to do it just like in spoken words. so...
0: Yeah, I yeah. I totally relate to that. It's very uh,
3: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's very much easier for me to, yeah. to put my thoughts down, like in song, and even express them mm-hmm. through a song. And uh, I know, obviously, you know, you're afforded the time to do that when you're writing a song, so you can, you know, just put some more thought mm-hmm. into your your thoughts and and expressing those emotions. But uh, yeah, I've definitely had a few people just kind of say like. It's really interesting to me that you're willing to go out and play music in front of yep. people and say all of these, like, very vulnerable things, but you cannot have a conversation to express these yeah. emotions.
3: No, I, and I, I think it is somewhat of an enigma. I mean, I feel like they can exist side by side, but I, I do admit that it is strange that I can come out with something and say it and then be done. And if they would ask me that in person, I would beat around the bush or get nervous or just avoid it altogether. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I saw you play the other night at Alberta Street Pub, and that was the first time I got to see you play like a full length set. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you mentioned once during the set about struggling to with uh, identifying as a musician. Can you yes. kind of like talk about that a little bit?
3: Yeah, I don't know if I've like arrived <laughs> at that, but it's better. Um, so I'm a teacher. And that was never a back burner job. And I think that's what a lot of people thought. Like, I'm either teaching as long as it takes to for something to catch for me, with music. Um, it was like longer, the longer I've been it, the more I'm like, I just, it's both end. Like, I have a really strong desire to work with youth and a really strong desire to make music and share it with as many people as they'll listen. But having some family members maybe who are musicians or just peers who I've seen, really work hard and pursue it and like make leaps and bounds or or they would be labeled like really successful that they were musicians to me and I was like it was like my side thing like I think it was easier to be like it's my hobby and then that way if something didn't take off it was kind of this default of like yeah I was just you know I was just trying like playing around (laughs) with it on the side so when I I mean I, I know it's been coming about sooner or a long time um but in just in the last year, I, I scaled back on my teaching to, like, a part-time position with the intent of saying, I'm trying. Like, I'm actually, like, coming out with what I already felt for years and years. And that's, I've actually intentionally been writing and trying to play and listening and making space for it. And now I'm just going to tell everyone who's around me, like, yeah, it's not just a hobby. I've been doing this. So you can keep me accountable to it. And if I don't, I don't know. It felt like it was opening me up to people being, like, a musician. But... Do you know, like, do you know enough? Do you have enough connections? Are you good enough? I'm like, oh, I don't want to answer all those questions, so it was just safer to say, "Oh yeah, I teach," and then yeah, I just do some music.
0: Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're definitely a musician. You Thank definitely you. Uh, know how to write some songs, and oh. your your performance evokes like emotion. And uh, I was talking to uh, this dude Daniel Blue from the band Moto Pony about. Uh, like his desire to wanting to be like a uh, some sort of like sound healer yeah <laughs> and, uh, yeah and i think a lot of the times you know i go out to see music for different reasons and and sometimes it's just to like feel good and like see some dance music mm-hmm. and and get get funky with it but like i don't know when when i go out to see a singer songwriter like yourself i'm i'm definitely there to like, to have that that healing experience and, like, get wrapped up in, like, whatever you're expressing. Mm-hmm. So you're doing it. Uh, you're doing it solid. And I, I really, like, just from the moment you started playing at that open mic, I was like, oh, got to get her on the <laughs> program. That's how you get no, moved to the top of the list, like, real quick.
3: Yes. <laughs> I'm really glad I showed up in that cold <laughs> bar. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's huge, though, for me. I mean, I know you shouldn't do it based off of other other people what they say and if they affirm you or not but that is a yeah I think growing up in like I, I was in like a ska band with my brother in middle school which he kicked me out of because he was like we, we don't need that many people I'm pretty <laughs> sure I started the band I don't know how I got kicked out of it but I have I think all these different types of bands that either my brother filtered through or I wanted to be a part of that when I started doing more of my own stuff there's still that lingering feeling of like but maybe it would be better i had a band or if i had a, dif- a different sound or i grew up listening to a lot of r and B. i'm like if i could just sound like these artists that i played but when i write it doesn't like the fluency is not that so it's yeah the last few years have definitely been settling into be like this is this is my sound and not that i can't glean from others and appreciate it but i should run with this instead of trying to you know start a band yeah absolutely yeah.
0: <laughs> um cool did you want to uh Get into another song here. Yes, sir. Right on. Are you gonna keep strapped into that electric? I thing?
3: am. I'm going I named it because I name inanimate objects. This is Bear. Yes, <laughs> I have friends too <laughs> that are not <laughs> guitars, but um, and this song is called "After You Leave." And I guess it, I guess it's just about coming up with the words that you wanted to say, but they seem to always come to mind or flood in like after that person's left the room and it could be within relationships or even sometimes I think with teaching like some student will say something snarky or they think they're saying some bold statement and then they'll leave and I'm like oh now I know what a thing I would have said would have just totally ruled them but yeah it never comes up until after they leave so yeah should I
0: go? Take it away Okay you mm-hmm.
2: me after the fact after you leave I've never been great in the moment those remain in my daydreams just the right thoughts just the right time never Mute and still, like a scared child dancing out in the cold, cold, cold waters, those are. the right time it's never never ever ever, ever. it's never
1: Yeah. Nice. That's,
0: that's Isabel just pulling at the heartstrings on, on this edition of the program. I need a tissue.
1: Do you see?
3: Sorry. I never know what to say. We, that's all right. You don't have to say anything. Okay, you're, cool, you're cool, 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 <laughs>
1: cool. Yeah. You just,
3: just
2: say, say thank you. Last. Just say okay. thank you. I'll probably do. That's that. I told you, you. just
0: pretend <laughs> you're having a good time.
2: <laughs> okay, check, that's all check, we,
0: check. <laughs> that's all we have to make happen here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're a high school teacher, right? Yeah. And it was really cool the other night at the at the street pub because it was early enough that it was an all-ages show. And I know you had, you had some students in the room. Yeah. Is that the first time any of them have seen you play music or do you, um, do you break that shit out during class? Like, oh today man. you're going to hear some songs, yes. class.
3: I'm going to teach you history <laughs> through – yeah. No, I – some of them do. I think earlier on I played a little bit more often. And then I was nervous to become – the substitute teacher who carries around his guitar, and everyone's like, you just got to get him to sing, and he won't do anything. (laughs) I think I just really wanted to be taken seriously. (laughs) Like, a huge desire for respect. I'm like, I have to to do my job, but I love music, and I love being able to not just teach the content through music, but connect with students, because, I mean, I guess we all know relationship's really big to be able to get buy-in from students. So probably not as much as I would want to play for them. Sometimes I have to hold it back so that I don't again become that teacher, like just ask her a question. It's super <laughs> off track. Um that's what I'm I'm afraid of that. Uh but yeah they came out and it was really it was really good. It's always a little strange because they feel like very two very distinctive worlds. So when there's like a Dan Cable in the room and uh, I'm trying to think of. Say, Is- Isab- <laughs> Isabella and Nick I'm like oh right, right. They, they know very different not very different hopefully I'm consistent but different seasons of who I am um, and it was strange like it's not wrong that they see me drink but for some reason <laughs> I bought a beer forgetting that they would be there <laughs> yeah. and I'm sitting in the front and all of a sudden these students that I only see on a day by day basis in my class walk in and they wave and I'm like oh <laughs> so Brooke <laughs> I walked over to her I'm like will you uh will you drink this for me right now I'm just gonna wait for a bit until I get my nerves down and then I'll, I'll have a drink in front of them but yeah it was really good strange but really good
0: yeah for sure it's understandable too though that's not you know you worlds are, collide yeah you're definitely mashing some things up mm-hmm. there and I'm sure uh outside of the classroom you you can allow yourself to be a little more free mm mm-hmm. So yep. I understand how that, you know, <laughs> trying to work around the, the boundaries there and the barriers. Yep. For sure. Um, but you've gotta be like, you're the cool teacher, right? You, I don't know. They came out to your show. That
3: was cool. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool of them. Yes. I said cool three times right there. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's gotta be
3: the cool cool teacher. I did it. Well, I did oh, oh, in the yearbook. You know, the what are they called where they do like most likely to succeed. What are those? Those uh, things,
0: Yeah, the, um, uh, the deal.
3: Those things, yeah, yeah. They did <laughs> one for the teachers, and I got best listener.
0: <laughs> best listener. Which,
3: honestly, I take great pride in. Yeah. But it didn't say coolest teacher, so I'm just not going to call myself that, but I am a g- great listener, supposedly.
1: <laughs> I feel like.
0: So you I know. would like
3: to take that one.
1: <laughs> right, that you can own. They've <laughs> actually given you that credit. I would like a medal. <laughs> I
0: feel like, you know, when students start attending your, you know, your rock and roll shows, you you're right up there. You're okay. yeah, cool. the probably one of the cool ones, I okay. would imagine. I'll take that. And I bet that you're someone that they are, you know, inspired by.
3: I and, think uh, I hope
0: and maybe have a different connection too. Cuz I don't know, I had this teacher, Mr. Williams in high school, and he was my favorite teacher and I think it, Like, we all knew that he played in bands growing up Mm -hmm. and still, like, at that time, he was still playing shows here and there on the weekends. And he would talk to us about that, especially Mm -hmm. those of us that were also playing music in high school. And those conversations were more important than anything, you know, I was being taught other places just because there was that, like, that relatability. And, like, he showed up to our first show, like, in high school at the record store. And... Like that shit was cool. Yeah. And he would walk around like telling other students like, Hey, you know Dean Cable? He's got a band. Like, they're good. Like they're cool. They're good. <laughs> you should show up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Good show last night. <laughs> it's like, Oh, cool, man. Like Mr. Williams. <laughs> no,
3: that you know, it makes sense. I mean, I guess I I would I would have wanted that. And I think maybe I had that more in my family. But yeah, that would have been and when I say those things, like what was it Mr. Williams? Yeah. Rest he, in peace. Rest Mr. Really, Williams. Really? Yeah, unfortunately.
0: Oh. But he was the best. Cool, he was man. a cool dude. The Rock.
3: way that he like celebrated you guys, I, I feel like it's safe to assume that he really believed it. Like when I, when the students, we, we had this little open mic thing in my classroom at lunch just because there were a number of people who were writing and just needed a place to, I mean, I kept thinking about how nervous I was to go out in Portland and do the open mics. I'm like, why don't we just do one in the classroom at lunch? If I was nervous, they must be really nervous. And when they would play, I'm genuinely excited. Like, yes. Yeah, your start like so. I I feel safe to assume that Mr. Williams was genuinely stoked about you guys playing and getting out there.
0: Yeah, and I think he just you know he understood the importance of it. Yeah, you know he maybe like didn't think we were going to be the best (laughs) band of all time, but he believed in the importance of that. So I think you know you have that perspective where you know if you if you catch some kid just like writing lyrics in in the in the room while they're supposed to be doing something else like you might have a different understanding of that or, like, yeah. how important it is to them to, like, be doing their art, Yeah, you know? so. and
3: the off-track stuff is pretty productive. Yeah. Yeah, for no. sure. No, there was one student, he had, a, uh, he didn't answer, like, the bottom half of this assignment, but he I thought they were song lyrics, so I approached him, like, what's this? Like, what are you writing right here? He's like, oh, I just uh, like, it's like a song. Do you have music to this? And he's like, no. I'm like, we should put music to this. I'm like, this is good. <laughs> You, and you need to finish the rest of the assignment, but, <laughs> but this stuff, this is good too. Run with it. But yeah, I yeah. hope so.
0: Yeah, that's awesome though. It's cool that, you know, that they get to see it too, if they want to. And you invite them. Yeah. Because obviously, like, <laughs> unless they're just like stalking your Facebook page. like
3: <laughs> Which is also creepy.
0: Yeah, that would also be weird. They're
3: all welcome, but that's, yes. That's rad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So when did you start putting the YouTube videos? On? <laughs> how how did this?
3: Well, I don't want to say how out? long because I don't want you guys to go back to the.
0: That's fine. The first ones. Okay. When? Okay. When did you start? Like you have videos. Like I was cruising. Oh, thir- no. oh no! You have a hundred and thirteen thousand subscribers... or thirteen thousand. Yeah. Oh, rather. I wish a
3: hundred thirteen thousand. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> thirteen thousand. That's a lot. Cool. And you have like these videos that have thousands and thousands of hits too like how, when did that kind of start happening
3: i think okay i'm gonna say how long please no one go back i keep it up there just as a reminder like it's process this story yeah. but i oh it's cringy um probably like five years ago i had been putting stuff up but just privately and i would share it with my family's back in Hawaii, like we mentioned so i would put a video up and be like hey you guys could sing along with it or listen to it tell me what you think it was more of like a secret way. Well, I thought it was secret. And then I don't know. Oh, I had two students. Like years ago, they actually a couple of them just graduated from PSU, but they they challenged me to make it public. So I sat down with myself and had a little conversation. A lot of it was just like, are you prepared for the trolling? Like are you ready yeah, for people right. who maybe you don't respect their opinion to yeah. have an opinion and just go through and like dislike everything and comment on your hair and your tattoos and whatever. Um I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm ready. So it started off really small and obviously it's grown exponentially as it got like probably past like 5,000 but before that it felt like every it was just surprising to see someone comment that wasn't like a friend or family member I'm like oh my gosh their last name's not (gasps) Vaya'u oh my gosh someone else is listening so it's been it's been really good it's been a great challenge to keep putting the process out there and not not to put up crap but to to let people in on the process like when I write when I'm writing or when I'm learning a song and stuff like that so it keeps me consistent and I've met a lot of really interesting people
0: yeah and you did you start by just doing covers or was it always a mix of originals and covers
3: um I wanted to start with just originals and then realized that just I was getting drowned out but there's just so many people out there doing the same thing so uh Started picking. I was probably a lot more strategic early on with covers. And, oh, this one looks like it's doing really well. I'm going to do my version of it and then sneak in my original Yeah. in between. And now I'm still – I still try to be intentional with songs that I cover. But more often now I'm like, if I just like it, it's just good for my heart to Yeah. play some songs that I like. And not ones where people are like, this would get the most hits. I'm like, I know. But I would lose my heart. It's <laughs> not so, what it's about all it's the time. It's not what it's about all the time. And this is my break. I'm choosing this artist because – I like him.
0: Yeah, He's absolutely. Good. Uh yeah, you've got a lot of great covers up there. One of my favorites is the uh the John Mayer slow dancing in a burning room. That's a that's <laughs> a damn good one for sure. And uh you've got you've got a few Noah Gunderson ones up there. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Noah. I like Noah. Especially a lot. lately I've been just really going hard on the first defeat and, and mm-hmm. that song. Yep. Destroys.
3: <laughs> I feel like I would I would see them and then I'd go back and want to cover their stuff, and I'd realize it wasn't getting as many hits just because he's maybe not as big as others. Yeah, but th- he was like one of those artists. I'm like, well, I'm still gonna do it.
0: Yeah, because sure. I like it. Absolutely, it was good. you got you got a Bears Den cover up there. Mm-hmm. Big Bears Den fan, but uh, yeah. And then um, talk to me about the the Patreon thing that you got going on for people that may not know what Patreon is and and how that can benefit an artist and all that stuff.
3: Cool. Yeah, Patreon <laughs> yeah. is, like, the love child of YouTube and, like, a Kickstarter, crowdfunding. And I think, like, oh, I Jack Conti, he was part of the Duo Pompalouse or something like that. Yes. But they... Like five or six years ago, we're just looking and they were much bigger, significantly larger than I was on YouTube, than I am. And um, the two of them were trying to do this full time and just YouTube wasn't generating the kind of income that would be able to support their art and the craft. Um, So he got together with some uh, like-minded people and some people who were more skilled at starting up something like this. And you basically, it partners creators with patrons of the arts, so... I mean, there's people on Patreon who are graphic designers, podcasters, musicians. I mean, it's all over the place, fine artists. Um, and you basically put your work out there and you create incentives um, that you offer patrons. So if, a, if someone wants to support your art or your craft, they can choose a specific amount that they can or willing and able to support you at for each piece or each month or whatever you set it at. And... Yeah, and they, they have these little like perks of being a part. So I I mean, I'm not touring. I don't have major albums out or anything like that. So you just offer what you have. So when I first started, it was like, um, you have early access to my songs. Um, we do patron chats where we once a month sit down and we talk about, initially it was like music and plans, but now we talk about what they're up to. Like Betty lives in Thailand. and She turns us on her computer and mutes us or mutes her background. And we watch her at work. So that's interesting. And then there's Eduardo in Brazil, um, who's usually really tired because our chats never line up with his um, time zone. And there's uh, there's a couple in Portland, but most of them are around the place. So I think what I realized is is in my storytelling and songwriting, I have a like, relationship to offer. So it was like, let's just be friends. And I write them postcards. And when I write stuff, I send them MP3s so they get the video and then they get the MP3. So Red. my hope is that as I... Grow and develop that I can offer them more. Oh, yeah. And I made a shirt with shirt nerdery. Rob's really cool. Anyways, yeah, that so a little plug. <laughs> it's just
0: like an ongoing crowdfunding, basically. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I have one right. of those. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You have a Patreon? I got a program one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a Dan Campbell Presents podcast Patreon. Yes. Yeah.
2: How did
3: I not know that?
0: It's all right. You don't have to know. Nobody else knows either.
2: (laughs) Have you launched it? I know. Donate today.
0: today. (laughs) Or just click the donate button on the website and we can just cut out the middleman and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, Um, one of the other songs that you played the other night was called Watch Your Words. Mm -hmm. And I felt like you had uh, a nice little story to go along with that one. And I was just hoping maybe you could expand upon that and, and share a little bit about that jam there.
3: Okay. So, the song Mr. Dan Cable's Mentioning is called Watch Your Words, which is funny. I didn't call it that. I didn't give it a name for a long time, and I just waited for someone else to call it that because I think I thought Watch Your Words sounded too obvious, but it's perfect. It's probably perfect. Um, It's So, I grew up back home in Hawaii, and my parents, um, there's there's some life circumstances that uh, put us in a really— Um, okay, we were poor. I was going to try to find like an intelligent way, like lower socioeconomic status. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't have much. Uh, And in the field, so my dad's a teacher and a pastor. My mom's a teacher and does like a, like a sexual assault uh, intervention, like hotline stuff. So there was always just so much, I felt like they were always bearing the world, but that the world couldn't hold us up kind of a thing. And both of them, their fields were very, public where everyone had an opinion about everything Um, so being it was just really easy to feel invisible growing up um, that our problems were going to drown us and that not only would no one know about it but even if they did they probably wouldn't care or advocate for us and um, I mean I have distinctive memories of people Uh, saying certain things. I mean, I think all of us do that, like about our parents or about our siblings. And I know I'm, as it is already defensive, especially of my family. So I'm probably hypersensitive to it. Uh, But just realizing like how, how much of those words and things I heard spoken over my family or my parents or, or things that I assume. So if people would talk about a specific demographic, I'd be like, that's us. And they don't know it's us. And I think because I just like ducked my head in school and worked hard and player hard that uh, not party hard, played hard and like sports and stuff like overperforming to almost cover like just to show I'm like we're okay, we're okay. But those words still were really loud in my mind about what I felt like people thought about us and what they had spoken about us. So I guess it was, especially being a teacher, how often students are like, they'll, they'll snark at each other. They'll, they'll gossip about each other or they'll speak just like horrible things about each other. And you'll call them out and be like, that's – there's no way to speak about another human. Like, no, 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 They know I'm joking. Just kidding. Just kidding. You're like, oh, man, the damage has been done. Like, I don't think you understand. doesn't matter how much you joke. They heard it. Yeah. And it's settling in, and now you're going to have to uproot it somehow, or you can just own the fact that you wounded them. So so it was both like a cathartic thing for me, but maybe even like a warning for others. And there's a part, in it says um, – Justice roll like a river unless I am the sinner about to meet the creator with this heart of stone. So even owning up to my own, like with with maybe all the hurt and the words that I've taken and I've been bitter about that that it has just as much potential to poison me. And that I even if I'm calling down judgment on these people, like, see what you did to us, that it I, I'm the one with the hardened heart. <laughs> like, like, be judged. I also should be judged too, (laughs) but you first. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. (laughs) That was that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I think there's a. I I really enjoy your songwriting and just hearing you play jams. Um, I think there's something to be said about the uh, the quietness of a room, especially like in a singer songwriter environment, and watching you at the the street pub the other night it definitely seemed like you had command over that room. And it was, it was very quiet in there when you were playing your songs. And I think that's very telling of, um, what you're doing. So it's, it's very awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where can people keep up with what you're doing and whatnot? Uh, YouTube, the, the YouTube, the of course. YouTube of
3: course, Patreon. And then I post a lot of this stuff, um, on Instagram or Facebook. Um, I have some stuff up in SoundCloud, but shh, shh, don't go there. <laughs> On the low key is <laughs> so, not my best. Well, I'll definitely <laughs>
0: put your uh, your YouTube channel and your Patreon uh, link in the the show note link so people can thank you, thank you. Give those a click. Uh, is there any uh, are you gonna put out a record or like a collection of songs anytime soon?
3: Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <that's all. laughs> yes, maybe in well, in the
0: process. No, yeah. no. Uh,
3: the process started like a year a year ago. I have a a family member in Portland that I haven't wanted to hit up for years because I really didn't want it to be like, "Hey uncle, do this thing for me, right? Cuz we're family." So I was trying to wait till I had the money to compensate him for the time. And then when we went into it, it ended up becoming like a like a crash course in songwriting, which has been really good, but really Laborious. It's been a lot of work and sometimes heartbreaking. Like I'll leave there and go, like, I suck. Yeah. What is the point? Even like, how has everyone been letting me play? Like everyone's the, laughing. <laughs>
0: the studio can be rough sometimes. Oh yeah. And not all days are good days. Yeah. And and like you said, like sometimes you just have these sessions where you feel like you got nothing done and maybe even went backwards on yep. some shit. And it just can really mess with your psyche about it. And, yeah, those are, you just got to know that those, that's part of the experience. It's I've, good to know. I've walked out of this place <laughs> recording things sometimes, and I'm just like, what the fuck?
2: And
3: yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, no, that's what, it, yeah. So yes is the answer. It's just been a longer <laughs> process Yeah. than I'd intended, but I'm willing to commit to it.
0: Well, in the meantime, there's plenty of stuff to check out yeah. as far as originals on the YouTube channel, and it's all super good quality, which is rad. So. Um, yeah, I'll let you switch over mm-hmm. that acoustic if, you, if yep. that's what you're trying to do for the last jam. Yes, yes. Um, you can check out the Dan Cable Presents YouTube channel that has all these uh, in-studio performances from the people that roll through. You can give it a nice little subscribe. You can also go on the iTunes or wherever you're listening right now and click write a review and give the program five stars. It's pretty simple stuff, Say right? a few nice words and then we get a little more national visibility and then some more people find out about the show that may have never, you know, come across it before. Right. So tell your friends, write a review. We're trying to get to 100. I need your help.
1: That's all I'm saying. I mean, it's a, it's, it seems that's pretty it. simple. That's it's it. DC, it's I mean, a free it's, show. Right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the f- this is a free show. It's not free. You sponsor it. I, well, I'm t- <laughs> it's free to listen to. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Absolutely, you know? that's the it's thing that's fun that people show don't understand. To listen to.
0: Okay, it's a free show to listen yeah. to. So, a free way to support the show is to click the subscribe button on the iTunes right. and the rate and review. Exactly. And maybe I'll read some of those nice reviews on the show sometime.
1: They may, they, they, maybe that will uh, inspire people, you know, if yeah. we're like,
0: hey, listen to this fine review by whoever. And uh, you can also just go to the official website as well, dancablepresents.com. And we, we got Forrest Brennan in the house today filming
1: all these, these videos. And you can right. go to forrestbrennan.com Forrest. if you Forrest. need any uh, smooth yeah. video work, you know. <laughs> That was a little delayed reaction there. Forrest, I'm a big fan. And they're just like, what? Oh, yeah, Forrest. Mountaineer Mike's in there feeling hey, no. it. And you know where to Shake find him? Right here at Mountaineer Studios. Yeah. My home away from home. Oh, we love having you here, DC.
0: Um Isabel, what are you going to play us out with today?
3: Uh, I'm going to write a song about... I'm going to write a song? You're going <laughs> to write
0: one right now, <laughs> On the spot. Wow, this is very She's cool. going to write a song, everybody. It's not, awesome. Right now. <laughs> right now.
3: Wow, I'm getting bold. No, definitely getting not. Wild gonna over here. Uh, I'm not going to write a song. I'm going to play a song about death. About death? Yeah, <laughs> I thought that'd be a perfect way to close it. That is a good. Sure. It,
0: I mean, it's a better way to close it. That's for sure. It's maybe not the best way to open yeah. up. so...
3: Yeah, which I've probably done. Did I do that? To, oh, okay.
0: I don't know. What is this uh, song called?
3: This song is called Where Do We Go? And it's about losing someone actually no it's more about the space left when someone dies yeah
2: Life's light is gone out, but your love is alive There are ghosts that open up your kitchen your cabinets in the drinking front, coffee cup I won't let the new ones fill in the gaps It's no trouble, it's what I want Life's light is going out, but your love is alive Ghosts that open up your kitchen, your cabinets, and they're drinking from your coffee cup. I won't let the new ones fill in the gaps. It's no trouble, it's what I want. Where do we go from here when you don't return? The darkness, it confuses my mind and my peace Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Life's light is going out, but your love is alive ghosts that open up the kitchen cabinets and the drinking from your coffee cup I won't let the new ones fill in the gaps it's no trouble it's what I want where do we go from here when you don't return It confuses my mind and my peace where we go from here?
1: You
0: came through. Beautiful. You crushed it. Glorious. You knocked it out of the park. Out of the park, DC. Playing sweet, sweet jams on the program. Thank so you, fantastic. Thanks for coming through and hanging. Thank you, Dan. That was that was fun.
3: Thanks for having me. Um, it.
0: We end every episode okay. of the podcast uh-huh. with Susan barking. Susan barking at somebody <laughs> somebody uh, new coming into the. We uh we end the show though with uh with the guest saying it's a program. Oh yeah. So you get to give us your your it's a program. To, right here. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a
3: program.
1: There it is. There that, it is. <laughs> oh, that was nice. That was a good attitude too. That was great. You know, right? Did you hear that?
0: That's Isabel She's she's amazing. Fantastic. Check out some music online and whatnot. Go see a live show. Yeah. Go see what what's shaking with that. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in once again we got Forrest Brennan on the video work today yeah. give it up for
2: Forrest oh, oh
0: yeah And we got Mountaineer Mike ringing oh, it in hey. on the ones and zeros that guy wow, look awesome. at that fucking guy yeah. Uh, yeah you know where to find me <laughs> Dave Presents at gmail.com if you want to inquire about uh, getting on the show getting on the list and uh or I don't know. Maybe you want me to just come host your. You want me to, you know, host your event or something. Just bring All my right. big dumb face to your event. That sounds fun. And uh,
1: <laughs> I didn't know that was a possibility. That's everything. Anything's oh, really? possible. We well, you just at hire you to come in and no, just uh, I, I, hang out in the corner of the room if we wanted gig? to. Yeah, whatever. Fantastic.
0: Just, I mean, if that's what they want, <laughs> I don't care. I like it. Glorious uh yeah thanks for everybody uh for the support and tuning
1: in keeping up with uh, what's going on here dc thank you for everything you do man i mean come on there's no bigger support of the music community i don't Aww. think right now i mean, seriously Aww. this guy i don't know about anybody putting more guy. of their own personal money into other people's music and um, bringing attention to other people i people's can't music wait ministry. to come in there and
0: give you a big hug oh come on you i know can't it. wait all right
1: <laughs> i look forward to it always Alright so, Portland, we will uh, catch you on the flip side. There you go folks, that's how it goes down. It's called Dan Cable Presents, a live to tape program we do here at The Space on It comes out every Friday. comes Tell out me. every Tell Friday me. Find Tell it me. on the interwebs You are at Mountaineer Sound Studios My name is Mountaineer Mike. Thanks so much for coming down and hanging out with us here today. If you need me for anything you can find us on the interwebs, of course It's at mtnairstudios.com Find me at mtnairmike at gmail.com Until next time, you take care of yourselves, alright? See ya! This
3: man back here, it's a program.
1: It's a program, people. See ya!